said, we don't write a power of attorney for someone to collect movable property. I remember explaining to Ravashi, the reason is based on Rabbi Yechen, who says that an owner can't give something away if it's not in his possession. In order for one to be power of attorney, he must be, he must be given ownership of the item. Since he can't be given ownership, he can't be made power of attorney. Others say, and Adari said, that we don't write power of attorney to collect movable property from someone who has already told Bezin that the item belongs to him. The reason this is not done is because it looks like a lie. To create power of attorney, the plaintiff gives all rights in, in the property to the shliach, who has become the, proper, the power of attorney. But the defendant has already said that the item doesn't belong to the plaintiff. However, if the defendant has not yet denied the claim, we would write a power of attorney. Now, though you said if a power of attorney appointment document did not say go to Bez and get the money and keep it for yourself, it's not effective. Because if he does not get an ownership stake, the defendant can tell him that he has no standing to conduct the case. Abaye said even if he's only given a share of the money, that's sufficient because since Migui, he has standing for part of the case, he has standing for the entire case. Amema said if the power of attorney won the case and seized the assets for himself, we cannot take them away from him. Rashi said since the plaintiff said he'll reimburse the power of attorney for all expenses, we see that he didn't mean to give him all the money. Rather, he meant for him to take to become a shliach. Others say that Rabashi said that because he accepted all expenses of their partners. The difference between the two versions of Ravashi is whether he can seize half the asset. If he's a partner, he could. If he's a shliach, he cannot. The Gemara Paskin is that he's a shliach. Zok, the Mishnah, if it was established by two witnesses that a person stole and then sold or shechted the animal, or if the sale or shechita was witnessed by two other witnesses, the Ganav must pay dal v'hei. If a Ganav stole and sold the animal on Shabbos, or if he stole and sold it for Avoy de Zorah, or if he stole and shechted it on Yom Kippur, or if he stole it from his father and sold it or shechted it and then his father then died, or if he stole and shechted and then made it Hegdish, in all these cases he would have to pay Dalad Vehei. The mission continues. If he stole and then shechted to use his meat for refuah purposes or to feed the dogs, or if he shechted and the animal was found to be a trefor, or if he shechted a chulan animal in the Azara, in all these cases he must pay Dalad Vehei. Rav Shimon says in these last two cases it be potter from paying because the meat is not fit to be eaten and the shechita is therefore not considered to be a valid shechita. Our mission seems not to follow Rabbi Akiva because he says in a Brisa that the Pasuk of Dovar teaches that the testimony is only valid when it establishes the entire matter. And in the Mishnah, the witnesses only testify to the theft or to the shechting, not to both. Abayi said the Mishnah can even follow Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva would agree that if two people testify that a woman was married and another two people testify that she was Emizana, we would accept their testimony. The reason is, although the second witnesses need the testimony of the first set in order for them to have any effect, the first set that says she's married does not need the te- do not need the testimony of the second set. And the same is true in our Mishnah. Although the witness, although the second witnesses of the sale of Shechita need the testimony of the first set to say it was stolen, the first set does not need the testimony of the second set, and therefore they're considered to be separate. In fact, why did the Rabbanon Darshan, what did the Rabbanon Darshan from the word Davar? Mar said, they use it to teach a case where witnesses were trying to establish a girl as being an adult, and one witness saw a hair on her knuckle, and another saw uh, another witness saw a hair on her stomach. The Pasuk teaches that these two cannot combine for a set of witnesses that saw two hairs. In fact, Mar, that case doesn't even need a Pasuk, because each is only testifying to one hair, meaning that no full testimony for even half of the matter. Mar says the public teaches that if two witnesses say they saw one hair on her knuckle and the other two say that they saw one hair on her stomach, they cannot combine to a full testimony. The Mishnah said, Fekmar Abraisa says that if he stole it and then sold it on Shabbos, he'd be potter. Hakamah Mishnah says, Chayef. So Rabbi Bachamah said, the Abraisa is talking about where as part of the sale, the buyer told the Ganav, cut off a branch from my fig tree for yourself as payment, and the animal will then be kinder to me since he would have been Chayef Misa for doing so, for ripping off the uh, the fig. So Ibazoi, he'd be potter from paying. Fekmar, if the buyer would try and sue for, for the Ganav to follow through with his delivery of the sale, Bezin would not tell the Ganav that he must do so since the Ganav is Chayv Misa. If so, the sale is not considered to be a sale at all. Papa said the case is where the buyer told the Ganav, throw the animal into my chotzer, and I will thereby be kind. And since he's Chayv for Shabbos, he'll not be Chayv to pay for the Dalad Vehei. 
For acting Gemara, this would only follow Rabbi Akiva, who says that something thrown in the air is, is, is as if it has landed, and therefore, as soon as it reaches the airspace of the buyer, he's chayyav for Shabbos, and the sale is complete. However, according to Rabbanu, the sale is complete as soon as it enters the airspace, but he's not chayyav for Shabbos until it lands, so the sale should be considered a good sale since it happened before the Isser Shabbos. And for the more of the cases where the buyer said, I will not be kind of the animal until it lands in my chutz, in which case the sale and the Isser for Shabbos happened at the same time. Rava said that we can answer like Rami Bachama. The Allah is that an animal given to a Zoyna for Zanus may not be brought as a carbon. Now, this animal given for Zanus would have this status even if a person gave the animal to a Zoyna who was his mother. Clearly, the mother would not be able to collect that money in court because the man would be put to death for the act. And yet, the payment gets the status of the payment of a Zoyna. Similarly, although the buyer couldn't sue the Ghanav regarding the sale because the Ghanav is Chayav Misa, it still has the status of a sale.